for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House. Welcome to the 10 o'clock hour of Rosie on the House. Gary, make a note. You need to update that last promo. It still says nine years. It's now ten years. It is officially one. ten years. Huh? Ranking Arizona. Dull. And it's a ten o'clock hour. Seven o'clock is our Arizona hour. Eight o'clock is our outdoor living hour. Nine o'clock is our open line hour. And ten o'clock is our is our broadcast topic hour. I got a better name. Oh. This hour, we specifically focus on one element of your home castle or cabin and following our home maintenance calendar that we started last year in conjunction with our 30th anniversary was something specific. We just went through a plumbing month in February. We covered all different angles of plumbing. This month, it's the universal design, all different elements of aging in place or living with pets, uh, designing homes to go from uh, birth to... Uh, you know, assisted living, all universal design elements. This is our Rosie on the house hour. This is the on the house hour. Ah, Duh. Clever. <laughs> so obvious. Oh, my gosh, that's great. It's the on the house this hour. This is the on the, the house, house hour. hour. Yeah. And you just have to change your inflection. It's the Rosie on the house hour. Very good. The 9 o'clock Only is... took us 30 years to put those two and two together. <laughs> The 9 o'clock hour is for y'all to call in with any questions. The 10 o'clock hour is for those of you that want to go beyond just the entry-level freshman class. The 10 o'clock hour is more like the 200, 300, and 400 series of college classes. <laughs> for home ownership here in the That's desert right. southwest of Arizona, we also do have Don, who wants to talk about painting shingles, and Bob, that wants to talk about spray foam on the line off of the universal design topic, but we are here to be every Arizona homeowner's best friend, and we are going to take those questions on air along with your questions at one 767 4348 That's one rosy for u Text questions can be sent to 411-923, and emails can be sent to info at rosyonthehouse.com. Where do you want to start, Rosie? Well, why don't we take uh, the callers that are held through the top of the hour. Okay. And then we'll jump into our uh, our uh, home ownership two hundred two tip of the day. Yeah, <laughs> Don, <laughs> boo, and your dog. Welcome to the broadcast. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, it's uh, Don from uh, Canada calling. I'm down in Goodyear. I owned a house here for about ten years. I'd like to paint uh, uh, some shingles that I have. Um, they're over top of a deck that we added an extension onto the back of our house. So I believe the shingles come like in a roll. They're probably, say, three, four feet wide and, I don't know, 20 feet long. And um, I'm wondering if there's a, a white paint uh, that I could put on that, uh, say maybe something acrylic that uh, would be uh, water-resistant but would also extend the life of the uh, shingle material. When did you put that little patio addition on, Don? Uh, would have been in 2011, 2012. Okay. Never well, had a problem, never had a leak. Good, good, good. Well, if we, if we, that is an asphalt-based product with sand granules 
broadcast over the top of it. Okay. I will tell you, most roofers would discourage you from painting it. Right. Uh, it, it creates a maintenance problem is what it really does. And I want you to picture this. The water's coming off the roof of the house. And then, mm-hmm. it, then it gets to the patio, and it has the choice of either going on top of your painted shingles or between the paint and the shingles or all the way through. And right. it, it can complicate finding the real problem. Uh, when you paint it, and you will use acrylic, you're absolutely right there, you want to use 100% acrylic in a flat finish. There are certain paint companies that make specific products for that. Uh, but I'm not sure in your application if it would be worth the trouble. Uh, there's a couple, there's Cool Coat. Uh, there's a couple that are actually made and manufactured in Tucson. Uh, Tucson is a much bigger roof coating market. Uh, they coat everything uh, south of Casa Grande. Um, they really do. And there's specialists down there that can extend the roofs. But um, given what they put down is a 20-year product, uh, should be 20 years maintenance-free, I'd be tempted, Don, to tell you, hold off and don't paint it. Now, the flip side of that is you don't want to wait till it starts leaking or so much of the granules have flaked off that it's all exposed asphalt bitumen product. Um, I, I think you'd find a hard time finding a painter or a roofer that would tell you they recommend it. I would, gotcha. tell, I would tell you, just stick with what you've got, and I think you'll be happier. What part of Canada, Bob? Don, sorry. Oh, I'm from the uh, province of Alberta. I'm straight north of Montana. Nice. Are you? So uh, it's uh, flying down here, uh, say, a month ago. was uh, We're on Celsius. You folks are on Fahrenheit. Uh, but at one time, we used to be on Fahrenheit up in Canada. Instead of the metric system and uh, minus uh, 20 Fahrenheit, I can remember as a kid, uh, was kind of a marker where uh, when you went outside, it would actually kind of sting your face. Yeah. It's it's that cold. And so when I got on the plane, it wasn't minus 20. It was minus 45 Fahrenheit. <laughs> one of the one of the coldest I've ever been was on a ski, <laughs> was on a cross-country skiing trip uh, up by Jasper. Oh yes, yes. I think it was forty below, and and all I could see was the glow of the lodge about four miles downhill, and I don't even remember getting down. I just remember walking in and going to the fireplace. <laughs> Take me back to Arizona. Oh man, that was back in the seventies. Then I drove yeah, to. It, uh, it's beautiful country though oh. in the summertime, like you say, Jasper and uh, Lake Louise, uh, oh. drop dead gorgeous, and uh, Athabasca oh, High School. Beautiful wildlife, beautiful scenery. It's um, kind of like uh, Sedona on uh, steroids. <laughs> Be- beautiful country, beautiful, beautiful. Yes, yes. Are, 
Are you familiar with Homes on Homes? Uh, yes, we watch that all the time up in, in Canada. Watch him all the time. Uh, he's farther east out of uh, Toronto, and I don't know how this would apply. I've been watching it very closely. It's a product that intrigues me greatly. Uh, and you read it on paper, and you hear about it and listen to it. It all makes perfect sense. We just don't have a lot of tested applications for the desert and uh, the UV rays that hit hit the southwest you know, changed right. the books on what they <laughs> on, yeah. on, on products and, and how they react. And um, but he is a big fan of a, of a, of cork coatings, and okay. I've seen a lot of applications where they've gone on roofs, and it does help for uh, and and what the is unique about the cork and why I like it is the the cork itself does not have a big temperature fluctuation. It never gets yeah. over a certain point, and it never gets below a certain point. So it's an yeah, incredible the the product, thermal yes. insulator. And yes. and they apply it. One of the applications they have for is applying it over roof shingles to help extend the life. It doesn't waterproof your roof, but it's a protective coating that extends the life of your, your roof materials that are waterproofing your home. And I I don't know I don't think the local uh, company I saw apply it is still in business. It was trying to use this as a startup, but there is another one that has since bought the franchise, and this is one reason why you have to be in business five years locally in Arizona, um, is because we don't want to recommend anybody that you know can't make it past eighteen months of, of business. But hang tight, we will get you connected, and and at least with the product manufacturer, and see if this is something that. You would want to consider as well, maybe it'll be a test application. When we're doing it over the patio of a home, uh, you know, that's one of the areas I'm a lot more open to to doing a, tr- a trial test than the entire roofing system or over the entire home or whatever the case may be. If if we're just isolating it to one area, I'm I'm okay with with testing it there. I, if it, like I said, the entire home. And the, what it costs to replace an entire roofing system, I'm not sure I'd be quite so bold suggesting somebody to try a new product. But this, this application may, may work for you. Very good. Very good. Uh, Bob wants to talk about insulating ductwork. That's going to be kind of a protracted answer. So, Bob, I'm going to beg your patience. Hang on. We're going to cover a tip or two on our blog for the day we'll have a little commercial break and we'll come back and talk about foam insulating your ductwork when to do it and when not to do it well one of the things i've learned from this recent accident that i was in is just how much it changes your ability to be mobile in and out and through the house and we have worked with clients over the last 30 years, uh, making their home comfortable to them, regardless what health or age they are. And some of the things that we can encourage you all to do is take a look at the slip-proof flooring options that you have throughout your house. Um, Many of the surfaces were getting rid of carpets to allow a walker easier uh, traversing across the room, uh, and a wheelchair rolling across the room. And then in those hard surfaces, a lot of times we throw down throw rugs, 
Well, I like that. I like it because you can roll the throw rugs up and actually set them to be dry cleaned, and they get much cleaner than carpet sitting on top of a pad that's permanently or semi-permanently attached to the floor of your house. But you need to secure those corners with specially made tape to keep them from becoming a trip hazard. The other thing we do in bathrooms a lot is we have uh, a, a chemical that we treat the tile in your shower and on your floor so that when it gets wet, it doesn't change the look of the tile, but it makes it slip resistant. We've used that for a lot of people with a lot of very good results. So the flooring that you're dealing with throughout each and every room of your house is something you need to take a good, hard, critical look at. Man, I got chills. <laughs> just, just thinking of Canada. Just, just <laughs> thinking about that ski down that mountain. Man, it was so cold. I'd never been that cold. We slept in a tent the night before, and the guy I was skiing with spilled some hot water that we were trying to make tea with, and uh, boiling water spilled inside the tent. And it was frozen into a sheet of ice within about 20 minutes. <laughs> it was so cold. Well, Don was a little disappointed when I talked to him about how cool it had been here. He said he likes the sunshine. <laughs> I said, well, what are you doing coming to Arizona to work? He said, well, I do like painting. So he oh. says he loves listening to the show when he comes. Very good. Uh, it, it, uh, that, that part of Canada is absolutely gorgeous. Well, let's see if we can get to Bob. He's got a question raises a lot of interest and a lot of questions in my mind. Let's bring him on air. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, Rosie. How are you doing this morning? I'm, I'm, uh, I give it a little bit better and a little bit stronger every day. What are you're, you? You're sounding, you're sounding a lot better. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Well, what are you trying to get done? Well, I went to the home show last weekend and got a seminar on spraying the inside of your ductwork. Okay, and you want to know if this solution? I don't have the metal ductwork. I got the accordion type, like or yeah, flex duct. You flex duct, okay. And I just was wondering if it's uh, worth it because they always say the ductwork leaks. Yeah, and this will prevent that. Well, Bob, the the the. What I'm looking at at my computer screen says your question was about spraying foam inside the ductwork. Is it foam or is no, it... It's, it's, a, it's a clear liquid. Yeah, Aeroseal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Aeroseal is one of those products that when it came out, I was dead set against it. Um, they had some early failures of the system and some poor applications have you have you had a whole house energy audit done yet uh yes i have okay did they detect a, a significant amount of duct leakage uh no they did not okay. they were kind of actually surprised for the age of the house yeah if if you're duct leaking 
less than 10%. You'll never get your money back by investing in Aeroseal. Okay. Now, what's what's horrifying is that when we do whole house energy audits, many times we find the ductwork is at 30 or 40% leaking. And at that point, you'll get your money back within a couple summers. But if you've uh, done a whole house energy audit and they were happy that the duct leakage was that small, I think you could save that money and reinvest it some other place. What's your driving motivator? Are you trying to lower your energy Um, bill? or uh, About a 1,700-square-foot house in the summertime, my bills are running around $3,350. And I keep the temperature at 80 degrees constantly. It never changes. Okay, you're now too you're, high. You're, you're too high. We Anything over uh, about a 15% fluctuation of a dollar a square foot raises red flags. So 1,500 square foot home, we should be able to keep cool in the summer for about 170 yeah. Box maybe, Three, maybe 200, 200 on, on the highs that, that you're at 350. I'll tell you what I'll There's do. There's an Bob. energy hog hiding in your home. What I want you to do, uh, you're an all electric home, uh, yes, 1700 square feet, temperature right. set at 80 degrees. How many people live in the house? Uh, two and a dog. Okay, and do you have a swimming pool? Yes, sir. Okay, we we should. You should never see a bill over $300. So what I'm going to want to do is I'm going to have you put on hold, and I'm going to get a copy of your home energy report. And I'm going to do an analysis on it for free, and I'm going to tell you what you can do and where you do or don't need to spend money Okay. to drop your bill, your summer bill. Now, you're all electric, right? Yes, sir. What's your winter bill? About one fifty to one sixty. Okay. But I don't. I don't run the heat at all. Yeah. Okay. All right. Stay on hold because I want to trade some more information with you, and I want to get a copy of that home inspection report. Thanks, Bob. You'll be glad you called. We're going to save you some money. On the house topic this week is aging in place, and it's 12 things you can do uh, to help that process of aging in place. I tell you one thing. Keep this music rolling, Gary, uh, if you can't bring it back up. I tell you one thing that helps the Cajuns live so long. Gumbo? Dancing. <laughs> I mean, My you. Uncle Tim and Aunt Sophie, oh. they danced until they passed, man. That, oh. that was fa- incredible. And- and you watch those older Cajun gentlemen, their head never moves. Everything below their shoulders moves. And it is, it's like, it is like, it's smooth as silk when you watch them. If yeah, I a- could dance like that, I'd dance, but mine doesn't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> he still counts. I'm- I keep losing count. One, two, three, uh, one, one, two, three, four, one. Too. It's kind of rough. <laughs> but boy, when you see a crowded Cajun dance floor dancing to this, it's like poetry in motion. 
It's absolutely beautiful to watch. It moves real like glass across the floor in oh. a circular motion. Oh, it's man. fantastic. All right. Well, three of our 12 to-dos all have to do with steps. There you go. <laughs> Slip performing applications. <laughs> uh, putting colored tape on steps to help you see and identify uh, different changes in elevations, especially at nighttime. And if a you good do reflecting that, step. if you do that, do it on every step. <laughs> so that's a true story. Right, babe? Yeah. I, I was coming down. Tell me more. I, well, I was coming oh, down. this is a, a Jennifer <laughs> yeah, true story. Yeah. Yes, it is a true story. Because I had read that, and I thought, well, that's, you know, that's important. Like, for instance, in a home, if you have one of those sunken lim- living rooms, it would be important to have two colors. You know, a way, to, the way, a way for the eye to catch the, hey, you're getting ready to change elevation here. I was coming down one of those stairwells in one of those big parking lots, garages, and I I have to admit, I was multitasking. I had my phone in one hand, and each step was marked with a green strip at the edge. But the last two, they didn't do. And so my eye completely missed it, and I stepped off, and I ended up on all fours with my purse everywhere. Thankfully, nobody else was in there. Yard sale. I was quite humiliated. Yard sale. (laughs) (laughs) But the color thing, it does work, or, you know, a texture, just something to indicate in in your line of steps there that there's a change coming. And I know an older gal who tripped over one of those... um, you know, in the parking lots of the grocery store or whatever, those curbs, curbs. curb break, didn't it was the same color. They had not been painted. Stepped right over it and broke, broke her little self pretty good. That's for standing Color's in good. place. Yeah. That's our next topic. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lighting is a big part of it. Being able to see. Uh, that's uh, the next one on, on where you are placing your step. Look for. Look for your lighting. And an enhancement we have to the article that Bruce did for us yesterday was went through and got pricing for a lot of these in real time. We don't do a lot of those in some of our older DIY articles just because the amount of time it would take to keep those constantly current, what products are available. But a blog is not is more designed for real time. And when people would read a blog and see in five years, now this was posted five years ago, you would connect that. You know, this is obviously dated material. Well, our DIY articles are meant to be more timeless. So we'll add, add these pricings to the blog. But a big part of technology, I think, is going to be uh, a part of aging in place on being able to voice activate your lights. You know, those old hand clap things. Um, or motion detection. Motion <laughs> detection. You know, the, the enhancements of what we can do on our cell phones, what we can do with voice-activated um, Alexa-type Well, two, two things to think about services there. are, are going to change that a lot. They are. But think about lighting, uh, two things. One is you want it to come on, like you said, automatically. Like so if someone older is getting up in the middle of the night, the light comes on, so they're not gonna, there's not a trip hazard. The other thing is it helps to have lights that are more even with your like like with standing, overhead lights create shadows, and that can be a trip hazard as well. Um, and the technology thing, Romy, you know, everything you look up for aging in place talks about technology, but I don't think that is going to be as helpful for this generation as it will the next because uh, we we have someone <clears throat> in the family who we tried buying an Alexa for, and she yells at the dumb thing and finally murdered it and threw it away. <laughs> so, you know, she was not— She would cuss it out. <laughs> Poor girl. Uh, Poor Alexa. Call, call her obscene names. Just, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd walk up to the door and you could hear two people arguing. And it was 
this family member and Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) So they have to be open to it. And if you're, you know how it is, like I set up my grandma with Gmail and she was so thrilled, but every five minutes she was calling to say, my computer's not working. Well, it wasn't the computer, it was user error. So the person has to be willing to learn the technology and to use it. So I think a better recommendation if you're looking at technology for your folks, is to find something that you can manage on your end. For instance, it's going to show you if they've taken medicine that day, or or maybe it's a Skype that you know you can see it, but where you're not relying on them to trigger it. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if it's something that you're going to use to monitor them, and a result of not being able to execute this is maybe a, a transition to a different housing arrangement, yeah, I, I wouldn't use the technology either. Don't, yeah, sure, I did that. Well, and another <laughs> I took my pill, start flushing it down the toilet. You know, and another reason, another instance is those little things help. I fall and I can't get up. Those little monitors, those are a little pricey. And you know what? They only work if you wear them. Yeah, they don't. They don't work hanging on the towel rack in yeah, the bathroom to someone I know very well. Yes, <laughs> went through all the trouble to get it. And I was like, well, where is it? Well, it's hanging up in my closet. I'm like, yeah, well, that's you know, we're gonna cancel that one. So. They have to cooperate and want to do it, too. Well, your point, babe, of protecting dignity, I think, is just huge. Well, and it is, you know, that's such a a dance. And sometimes, you know, uh, what do they call the dignity of risk? Sometimes it's a matter of something happening. And you can say, hey, something's going to happen. And they're they're going to fight you on it. And then when something happens, then they might be more willing to listen. But that's that's really their right. You know, they're not children. Um, so you just have to kind of weigh that support and safety thing. And it's a little bit of a dance and it's not easy. And you get to the point of, um, having to take away a driver's license, you know, and all those kind of things. It's not fun. I think we all need a lot of compassion because none of us want to go there. We're, we live in the most independent country in the, in the world. We're used to having all these choices, being able to get up in the morning, go where we want, do what we want. And, um, and that stuff is slowly taken away from you. So, you know, I just try to find choices for them. Hey, well, this... You can't do this anymore. Here's two choices for you. You know, there's uh, a new term of a generation that was announced this week. It's called Generation Z. And these are the kids that have completely grown up on digital uh, in the digital world. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what we're talking about today, I think they'll be the first generation that will yeah, be the a, ones using it. It's a language to them. You know, you watch a kid pick up a phone and figure out, that's figuring out language. And so that's going to be ingrained in them. It won't be a big deal. But Rosie had a point this morning. He said, he said, yeah, and then that's going to be, there's going to be new technology for that group as well, and they're going to be just as frustrated. So I don't know. <laughs> could, be, could be true, right? I just want to know when they're going to get me my jet pack. You know what that would do for my commute hours? <laughs> I, I need a Rocketeer jet pack. And the car and the truck that can fly. Where was that? You know, the Jetsons said it would be here. I know. I know. Well, here's one We're, idea. The new Ford GT Mustang. <laughs> Ford's not even publishing. They're not even publishing the horsepower. They all they say is it's a Corvette killer. And I. <laughs> and there's your jet. Excuse pack. me. What's this got and, to well, do I with? I couldn't. There's your jetpack. I buddy. couldn't publish my driving record. If I had one of those. Let's take it out to Luke Air Force Base and test that theory with an oh, F-16. Man. I'd get on that 303, and I don't think I'd be able to contain myself. Uh, widening doors, that may not be as big a problem project as you think if you can live without elements of your door. If you're in a wheelchair and you need to get through a space, we, you don't necessarily have to uh, put in a whole new door frame if you can live without the door by itself. 
pop the door out and see if you can get through. You know, a lot of times if there's a wall behind it and we open the door, that door itself sticks into the opening. Yeah. So pop the hinges and see if that gets through. If not, we'll then take off the first uh, door jam layer. And if that doesn't work, we'll then take off the trim. And done carefully and precisely, these are all things that we can store in a closet and nail back on later for later use. But don't think you're going to have to go through an entire demolition project. Usually, if you can live without having to physically close that interior door, probably not the suggestion you're looking for for a bathroom, but to get in and out of your, your bedroom. You and these are things. These are things to do if you're already in a home. You know, I think that's why universal design is is becoming coming the wave. And you're going to be having a conversation next week, Rosie, with John Wesley Miller, who's who's really put some wonderful design elements in new homes. But what Romy's talking about is for a season, like you said, save it and fix it. There's also temporary things. The other part of a door problem would be the threshold, and they have really nice little ramps ramps that you can just buy, and then they can you know you can collapse them and put them away. I was doing some research on door hinges and door hardware because in our remodeling company, I want to only start installing doors like they have in Germany. Um, they're, they're so much better than the doors we've got here in America. And so I was researching where I could source the hinges and the hardware. Sorry, buddy, I can't find any well i was gonna say (laughs) but there's you know i'll let you finish but i did find hinges that will retrofit to a standard american door that will open in such a way that the door is completely out of the opening so retrofitting the hinges can overcome that one dilemma too if you're just a half inch or an inch or an inch and a half short of getting your wheelchair, your walker through the opening, you can retrofit hinges that'll give you that much extra. It sure look a lot nicer than having to take the the casing off and stuff. And I do take the time to look for American-made, but not everything is American-made, especially when we're talking electronics and technology. You know, very little of that, if any, is made in America. I mean, lighting, light bulbs, computers, all of that stuff is overseas. But I have found something neat. It's called it's a company called Best Made, and what they do is they find all the best handcrafted stuff from all over the yeah. world. And the stuff that, you know, I mean, there's some incredible things that uh, come out of Germany, just some old world watches and, uh, and axes, and I mean, it's, that's pretty neat. So if I can't find it in America, I then go to Best Made and see if I can find nice. it there. It's, it's the tip. best of what that country's craftsmen have to offer. Better Good. than Chinajunk.com, right? <laughs> Good tip. That's a great tip. All right. Installing D-shaped cabinet handles and drawers uh, on shelves in the kitchen and the bathroom. That can help instead of having to grab onto a little knob if we're dealing with arthritis or creaky joints. Having D-rings that we can use to help open and close our doors and drawers help. And then once that's done, the shelves that slide is a great option. Yeah, so it is. You can't reach to the back of what's in this cabinet. You can install a sliding pull-out shelf where you bring it out, and it will bring to you whatever's in that cabinet. When they, Then they're a lot better than when they came out. Like everything, once we the, – the concept's there, then we put it into practice, and we figure out, you know, we have to make these a lot stronger than we used to. The metal needs to be stronger. And at first, it would maybe just be half the cabinet. Then they had whole cabinets, and now garbage – 
cans and you know you start adding up the weight that goes into those and we realize the hardiness and strength that we needed to add to these and if they're built for that and and installed right slide out shelves can be a, a huge uh ease to pulling out yeah a lot of weight that we store in our cabinets well and it, it lets you get to that back part of the shelf that you never get to so you're able to pull out and see everything and i'll tell you another little handy tip that i've discovered just in the last couple of weeks jennifer and i were in the mood for an authentic german meal so we got some brats some sauerkraut and some stone ground mustard and some veal that we we're going to make schnitzel but we didn't have a meat pounder mallet meat mallet so we bought a meat mallet well i tell you what that meat mallet works pretty good for busting open the pill bottles you can't open what a beautiful arizona saturday morning down to our final hour and down to our final segment in our around the house topic here at rosie on the house i want to cover a quick story that was in the paper today i you know i if you've heard this program before and you've heard HOAs come up before, you know I could never live in one. I, this type of HOA government over my life would drive me nuts. Debbie, I don't remember seeing a permit app for a gathering. <laughs> oh. That's because of who you were raised by. Just saying. But I, I am happy to report three people are going to jail for plea after a guilty plea of over. $1.2 in stolen HOA fees. No wonder they're so diligent. <laughs> I reached out to Linda Lang. She's the president and CEO of Arizona Association of Community Managers, and she wasn't able to join us, but she sent a full document with six different things to look for and how to hold property managers that you may turn over your HOA control to on keeping them accountable. It's too much to read. Um... But basically, all of these come back to the same thing. If you have a property management company that is running your HOA, you absolutely have the right to see your reports on a monthly basis of your financials. And if you're not getting those, that should be an immediate red flag to have a third-party audit. And never let that property manager pool funds. If they may be managing six, seven, eight HOAs, don't let them manage all of those funds in one account. Those have to be separate accounts. Very good tips. Very good tips. Hey. It's not my fault. Let go of me. Ma'am. I can't be arrested. Excuse I'm me. president of the Homeowners Association. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got her this time, though. <laughs> we got her this time. So. I had an unusual call over the break. A gentleman by the name of Carlos. Today is his first day of listening. He's visiting here from Texas, and he's visiting his daughter, and he's in his Airstream. And he said, and he called me, so I'm glad Rosie's getting better. And we had a conversation, and he said, well, this is my first time calling. I'm like, how did you know about the accident then? He said, well, I read the the news report from Romy. So he had read the article and stuff. He said, and he wanted to order some tools from the e-commerce store. Oh, he fun. heard you talking about the new <laughs> toolbox. And he was interested in how those are sold, like as a set, or can you buy one or two of a hammer or whatever? Yeah, no, they're, it's, it's as a set or individually uh, while supplies last. It's for the 30th anniversary, so we have a limited amount of supplies. So you can go to rosieonthehouse.com, go to the e-store, go to Rosie. When you get to the e-store, you'll see all the different manufacturers' names. Just click on the Rosie name, and then there'll be the toolbox uh, together that comes with a one-year subscription to the Rosie on the House Homezada 
digital maintenance. We've got a Rosie Hatton t-shirt that's coming. Those haven't come into production yet just because we're of our American-made, uh, you know, we, we, we're sticking to that. How about a helmet? Prolong. <laughs> we're going to add a helmet. <laughs> for yours, for sure. Oh, that was or just thing go about... to each tool individually, <laughs> okay. and you can, you can get them individually. A lot of people, when they see the Estwing hammer, that is... The toolbox and the hammer are yeah. the creme de la creme of that, that kit. Yeah. Well, I, the other the funny thing about Carlos is he said, yeah, I ride motorcycles. I said, well, Rosie and I have been sitting around at night watching YouTube videos of crazy old motorcycle movies. And he said, you have to watch Long Way Around. Yeah. And I told him about the one you like on any Sunday. On so. any Sunday. Steve McQueen, r- well, right? Uh, is that the, uh, the racing McQueen's Sunday? in there. He's not yeah. highlighted. He's no, just but in he's, the, in the, yeah. he's in the race. Yeah. So. Mert Lowell. Well, uh, one more thing on doors. We talked about taking doors off. Well, if your door isn't part, if, if when you open it, it's there's not another wall coming at a ninety. If it's on a flat wall, you could go to these barn style doors that yeah, roll left and right. I like that really look. popular. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a it's a yeah. timeless look too, which is what I love. Things that are very temporary, I don't like because it's just a waste of material. And all that work and effort the, going into it just to get it replaced with the next new trendy look. look I like timeless looks. The look is good. I, I will say that the couple of those we've put in, the feedback we get back from customers sometimes, it, they don't give you the level of privacy. That There's not hinged. the sound control. Right, right, <laughs> right. And I think Jennifer would agree with me. Of all the home improvement projects we've done in our house in the last three years, the doorknob we've done, it's a lever, and it was one of those things somebody sent us and said, try it. So I said, okay, I know just where I'll put it. It doesn't match any of the door hardware in the rest <laughs> of the house. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I thought, well, let's just try it. I, we put that on two years ago, and I have, still haven't taken it off. It's as good as sliced bread. It's amazing. You, so. you walk up to the door with two bags of groceries, and you don't have to operate the handle. You just kind of turn around, hit it with your hip, and the door opens. It's absolutely the best thing we've done. It's a, it's a bump knob. It's very cool. You can get our entire article at rosieonthehouse.com. We'll get prices added that Bruce did research for us in real time. We'll see you here next Saturday morning. It's Rosie on the House. Be thankful for the God above you, those beside you, and the life before you. <laughs>